You can't just give up on someone because the situation's not ideal. Great relationships aren't great because they have no problems. They're great because both people care enough about the other person to find a way to make it work. Hello and welcome to episode 340 of Under the Cult of MS. A not a madman episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this week and next week, I'm just not even gonna bother doing the madman pod episodes if I can't give you at least thirty percent. It's gonna make a crappy show way crappier. <laughs> so, I uh, Today is Valentine's Day in the United States. I call it a Hallmark holiday. It's a holiday for the florist and for the card companies. I feel every day should be Valentine's Day. You love the one you're with. But uh, Basically... Too much crap with the knee injections again for this week and next week. It's just by the time I get back here, it's too late in the, the day to get done what I want to get done for the episode. I was really looking forward to doing it today. But I'm having a bunch of issues with my new, my third round of dentures. Uh... And I had to wear them yesterday, even though all the pain they caused. Yeah, like <laughs> 10 different areas where they have pain and rubbing and cutting issues and stuff. So other than that, I'm able to wear them as long as I need without any issues of them loosening up and all that stuff, which is nice. So I'm hoping the adjustments aren't going to ruin that. But with having them in yesterday for the Super Bowl in the United States, we have this game where a bunch of guys run around in the field and play with a ball. And they make millions. <laughs> the commercials are like a, cost like a million dollars a second to do a commercial or something. <laughs> Uh, unrealistic. The game was good. One if he call, one or two if he calls by the refs. But other than that, it was a good close game, enjoyable, back and forth. Halftime show was eh. I I just didn't see what other people seen from it. Commercials. As usual, the best part, but even they were blah. The second half were pretty much non-existent for anything good, new, and noteworthy. A couple movie advertisements. uh, Austin Powers advertisement for some company, which I couldn't tell you anything. I was just happy to see Austin Powers and Seth. Seth Green's character and stuff. 
that was fun, and so was the commercial where there was a bunch of little miniature football car- characters running around the house doing stuff, trashing it. And then there was also another one with uh, uh, some other characters. I'm blanking on it right now. Probably think of it later. But that's uh, the only memorable ones I remember. But yeah, with having my teeth in for that all day, I just bore a hole in the back of my lower gums. I got like three huge sores with like a hole in the center of them. So it's uh, it's hard to speak the way it is and then try and do voices and all that. I'm not even going to bother. So I see the dentist on Wednesday this week. So hopefully I can get enough adjustments to make that feel a little better, but I have a feeling next week I'll have to go in for some more adjustments too. So I figure between the knee injections today and next Monday and at least two dental appointments and dealing with these new dentures. I just want to give the show what I want to give it, so I'm going to put it off for these next two weeks. I'm sorry about that, if it disappoints anybody. I, uh, believe me, it disappoints me, because it's my favorite episode to do a week. And, of course, we got good old telemarketers calling in. Uh... Other than that, can't think of anything else that I really wanted to talk about. So I'm going to do a previews episode today, talking about things you can buy in the future. If you want, if you hear of anything you like, if you see anything you like, that you can get them at online or through your local comic book shop or wherever. I am going to give you a little bit of all red today, though, before I do the previews. I'm giving, going to talk about The Excellent, number one. This new run that Peter Milligan, Michael Allred, and Laura Allred have going. Basically bouncing off the ecstatics. And I, we talked about it on the podcast. Anthony talked about it. I... Uh, backed them up on it at the end with my opinion and uh, I wanted to talk about it last week when I did the Mad Manipod and use it for my little bonus after the read comic but I just figured I'd talk about it today before I completely forget about what the heck I read <laughs> Because I already did, so at least I got a synopsis that I can read off the first page. They lived. They loved. They fought and they died. A lot. The mutant team known as Ecstatics rose to celebrity acclaim by showcasing their death-defying missions to the adoring public. But after many missions and many replacement teammates. 
the team disbanded, never to be heard from again. That is, until the daughter of a former member, Yugo Girl, Katie Jones, manifested teleportation abilities that attracted not just the survivors of ecstatics, but also a new team of young eccentric mutants called the Excellent. New Blood, New World, Part 1. Writer Peter Milligan, artist Michael Doc Allred, colorist Laura Allred, letterer Nate Picos of Blambot Studios, I, so far on the ecstatics, have them up in the air. I think they argue too much between each other. They think nobody likes each other. They're constantly hating on each other. Getting yelled at by my cat. Yeah, I'll be done in a couple minutes. Give me two minutes to do the intro. And then I'm done. (laughs) Uh... So when I seen this one coming out, I'm like, cool. Ecstatics, new style, new run layout type thing here going on with new characters. And maybe some uh, fun and excitement and group that can get along. And when they say that it's a young, new team, it's like they're just as old, if not older, than the Ecstatics team when you look at them. Uh, But uh, Dupes, the only character I can tell you about right now, (laughs) talk about as far as remembering anything from... Uh, the ecstatics pages I've read so far, and even those were limited with dupe material, which uh, you could get rid of the whole team and just give me dupe and I'd be happy. But I am curious because on this cover that I got, the Mike and Laura all red cover, they have a black dupe on the excellent side. They have ecstatics on the right side of cover and the excellent care group on the left side. And we didn't, I'm curious what this black dupes like and stuff like that. I really want to really, I'm looking forward to finding out where this is going to go, but it's definitely interesting. I don't want to give anything up from it. And then you can check it out, see how the new teams appearing how they're working out i am definitely looking forward to where this is going to go and not sure how long the run is i can't remember if we were told like an eight issue run or something like that or if it's going to be ongoing hopefully it'll be ongoing or at least a nice long run of at least 20 some issues but we will see. Uh, we got the next one, hopefully. I don't know if it's coming in my next delivery or not of comics. But I will be talking 
about it when I get it. And I'm sure you'll hear more about it on the Crimson Cowl Comic Club. But I'm just checking out this cover. I think there's like two characters on here, two or three that I don't really remember seeing much of in this issue. So, yeah, we got more introductions to come on that. But check it out. The Excellent by Marvel Comics from the sense-shattering pages of ecstatics. I can't do S's today. But I'm going to come back with some preview stuff and hopefully we'll get back to the Mad Manipods in a few weeks and be back to enjoying it as I was before all this happened. So, sorry about that. Hope you find something you can buy. And we'll talk to you again probably tomorrow. Okay, we got some things coming out in the future that you may be interested in. And we're going to tell you about them. Starting out with Five Bullets, Six Men, One Shot by SourcePoint Press. A city known for crime. A crime that will shape the city. Five men, all rulers of the underworld, are dead. Shot in a crowded room. Yet, no one knows who did it. A detective must find the truth and unravel the mystery of the sixth man. Basically, they must add evidence that six people were in the area. Five are dead. The other one must have killed them. Or the other one might have been kidnapped or something. You don't know. So why are you blaming the sixth man already? There might be seven men. There might be a woman. Come on. (laughs) All right. 78 miles per hour, number one. That's 78 MPH, number one, by Red 5 Comics and Stonebot. Earth is no longer what it used to be. An environmental catastrophe transformed the atmosphere into a large magnifying glass that enhances solar radiation. A nuclear disaster slowed down the speed of rotation of the planet. Anyone that moves slower than 78 miles per hour will not escape from the scorching sun. Only a small group of people was able to survive on this new world by constantly moving in huge rolling city, never stopping. Hopefully they... The writing is better inside the book than their depiction of the book because they screwed up a lot of writing just in that little paragraph. And why live in a huge rolling city? You're going to run out of gas or the gas is going to start on fire if it's that hot. And why don't you focus on becoming cave dwellers, living under the earth or something? And I don't get the whole driving around if if the earth is on fire you're gonna burn up if you're using fuel enabled items i doubt if they're using electric (laughs) uh hunter's tale number zero by elephant eater comics this comic was originally a poem written by my late grandfather 
Charles Kermit Claytor. That was adapted and illustrated into a comic book by me, Ryan Claytor. It's about two seemingly dis, dis, disper, disparate subjects, a hunter and his prey, who form an unlikely understanding of one another. At its core, it's about different worldviews finding reciprocated empathy. You don't know about that one. That doesn't catch my ear at all. My computer's being really slow today to try and get the new pages up. But the next one we got is a thing called Truth. It's a trade paperback by Image Comics. A chaotic LGBTQ plus road trip. A workaholic scientist who wants to save the world and a woman who fears nothing but discovering her own destiny finds themselves mixed up in a chaotic on-the-road adventure through Europe. Will they manage to find a middle ground between their opposing ways of life, at least for long enough to complete their mission? And could this trip lead to an unexpected romance? Collects a things, thing called Truth number one to five, which I don't remember. So I didn't know it was a off and on going run. But don't understand why there's got to be conflict because someone's different again. And we're still playing this storyline. So I don't give a shit what your sex life is. I don't need to hear about it. I don't need to know about it. You don't need to hear or know about mine. It's like, just be people. Can we just be people? All right. A Town Called Terror, number one by Image Comics. A Message from Home, part one. Henry West is brutally kidnapped in the middle of the night while his wife Julia watches. Well, that was nice. Terrified. So she watched Terrified. Henry awakens to the reality of his whereabouts, but Julie, with no evidence of the phantom crime, is unable to get help to search for him. A new series from the minds of cutting-edge horror creators Steve Niles from 30 Days a Night and Zyman Kadronsky from Spawn and the Punisher. So, I don't know. I would think by the cover it would be something that I'd want to know about but storylines just not giving me that feel so so far we're over five six whatever better get some something that's gonna help me spend some money here all right next up we got ace one shot by advent comics Mysterious hero takes charge in the Ace one-shot. L.A.'s superhero Ace wages war against West Coast crime kingpin Vincent Neptune for control of the city. Expect a fight because Neptune is refusing to give up the throne and will see Ace dead first. I'm going to save a lot of money this month, it looks like, maybe. <laughs> Just not seeing nothing that's really grabbing me too much yet. 
We have Airless Year Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Or Casey, a queer black girl in middle school, everything feels like a struggle. When she fails a class as a result of her stress and ends up in summer school, she starts to wonder why she even bothers trying and ultimately begins to discover her own power to improve the things in her life she can control and try to let go of what she can't. Uh, The Airless Year is a story of self-discovery and empowerment, about taking control where you can and learning to let the rest go. Perfect for young adult readers. I guess they have an alcove dice tower by Ultra Pro. Uh, it's just a fancified dice box for that you can drop your dice down the tower part of it, and it's got a little catch container for the dice to roll around in, so you don't have dice flying all over the table and stuff. It's the ultimate tabletop gamer's companion, equipped with a soft suede leatherette exterior and durable, durable core. You can store and roll dice all in a single 3x7x3.35 inch by 5.9 inch space. So yeah, this nice little dice box. I think it's kind of cool because it's instead of the old shaker cups that we used to have back in the Yahtzee days and stuff like that. This is a nice little thing to keep the dice on the table in a spot in the center of the table instead of having dice just flinging all over the place like you sometimes do when you have a dice game going on, especially if you have to have like five to seven dice at once that you're shaking and rolling. Next up, we have Alice Ever After Number One by Boom Studios. Cover B has a nice little Jenny Friesen cover. Return to Wonderland in this twisted sequel by superstar artist and writer Dan Panosian. Perfect for fans of Mirka Andolfo's Mercy and Luna. Alice first visited Wonderland as a child. Now an adult, it's her only escape from a cold, strange reality she finds herself living in. But in order to return to her fantasy world... She'll need something stronger than mushrooms that change her size and is forced to resort to crime to feed her growing growing addiction. Will Alice choose to escape from her uncaring family and childhood trauma in Wonderland or find the courage to face her demons in the real world? Or she could just go to Oregon or Colorado and work for a mushroom farm and then she could buy all the mushrooms she wants and shroom it on up. All right, let's do one more here. Alter ego number. Oh, no, I don't know why I got this. It's number 176. It's by two moros. I think it was just because it was a weird book at magazine or whatever. I haven't seen before Advertised in here, and it just popped up. But the Shadow, Doc Savage, Red Dragon, Super Snipe, the Grand Eloquent Golden Age comics of major pulp magazine publisher Street and Smith, 
examined in loving detail by Mark Carlson Ghost, tons of art by Bob Powell, Howard Nostrand, L. Also, Anthony Trollin on the Shadow Batman connection. Bonus features, FCA, Michael T. Gilbert, John Broom, Peter Normanton, and more. Edited by Roy Thomas. I don't know. I just seen the Shadow cover. That must have been why I threw it into my list. And then they have facsimile edition comics. A bunch of them that I see some that I had it thrown in my cart were amazing Spider-Man number one, amazing Spider-Man annual number one, amazing Spider-Man volume six, number one, or now that's not a facsimile cover. That's an actual one that we will talk about next time. I come up with some more goodies for you to buy in the future when we come back. Okay, next up for stuff to buy. I think I might have missed this one when I was talking about the other ones. Ace One Shot by Advent Comics. If not, I'm mentioning it a second time. But it is Advent Comics Mysterious Hero Takes Charge in the Ace One Shot. L.A.'s superhero ace wages war against West Coast crime kingpin Vincent Neptune for control of the city. Expect a fight because Neptune is refusing to give up the throne and will see Ace dead first. So it's an underwater town if you got Neptune in there. It's kind of a weird name for someone that's above ground, but who knows? It just feels like I missed half these comics but they are here's in the listing so I must have talked about them but yeah I think I did bring that up all right next up in the not brought up but started to bring up amazing spider-man volume six number one by Marvel Comics. It's being stubborn. My pages, for some reason, just don't want to load today. Everything's being very wonky. So, yeah, bear with me. Peter's on the outs with the FF, Fantastic Four. He's on the outs with the Avengers. He's on the outs with Aunt May. No one wants to see Spider-Man, except for Doc Ock. Ox on Spider-Man's tail, and the Master Planner has something truly terrible planned for when he gets his tentacles on Spidey. All that, and what does Tombstone have planned? Just in time for Spider-Man's 60th anniversary, a new volume of Amazing Spider-Man begins, and 2022 is going to be the biggest year for Spider-Man ever. Don't believe us? We brought you John Romita Jr. back just for this. It's like Spidey's making a big comeback over the past couple years. And I don't know. I'm almost thinking about just jumping on this just because they have a cover B 
That's a Romina Jones Spider-Man covered. It's got Mary Jane in a spider outfit flying around, swinging around on spider webs. I don't know what she's connected to because there's no buildings around her or anything by the background. But <laughs> might be swinging on the tail of a plane or something. But I'm considering maybe checking out that run and they're also giving you amazing spider-man volume six number two so you get the first two issues right off the bat so that's a nice little plus so i might jump on it just because of that reason i like that they've been doing that with a lot of comics lately or the past few months they've been starting to double and triple up on comics when they bring them out so Hell, half the time you're seeing the trade paperbacks advertised before they even get the second or third comics out. Uh, they have an American Mythology Mature Starter Pack of comics by American Mythology. They're usually five to six comics. We have Aquaman The Beginning Trade Paperback by DC Comics. This collects Aquaman, the beginning, number one to six, and Future State Aquaman, number one to two. If you wanted to jump on any of those new runs going on, let's see if this one has any new stories in it. We have Archie Jumbo Comics Digest, number 329 by Archie Comics. Oh, yep. Uh, that's why I put it in my list, because they've been having brand new stories in them lately, which has been nice. Archie tries to become a YouTube star by recording a series of how-to tutorials. Each one turns out to be a disaster, forcing him to change his title from how-to to how-not-to-to. To, to how-not-to. To. <laughs> hmm, I cannot say it. Yeah, that one could be fun. We also have Archie Milestones, Jumbo Digest, number 14, the 1990s by Archie Comics. This one also has a brand new story. I won't be there for you. Archie and the girls are excited to see a live taping of their favorite sitcom, Buddies. But when the cameras are off, the cast starts fighting like a bunch of entitled Hollywood Brats. It's up to Archie, Betty, and Veronica to reignite their friendships. Oh, suck it up, kitties, and just get along. Quit being a bunch of little whiny girls. <laughs> and boys. All right, we have Archie's Anniversary Spectacular number one by Archie Comics. Brand new story. Well, it doesn't have to be a brand new story if it's a number one. I won't be there for you. Archie and the girls are excited to see. This is the same. Uh, it went back to the old thing that I just had up. My computer is being bad today. It's just not, not wanting to go where I want it to go. Uh, pages are... Not coming up when they're supposed to. Different pages are popping up. But here we go. Let's try this again. 
Archie's Anniversary Spectacular, number one by Archie's Comics. We're celebrating the Archie's 55th anniversary with a special issue honoring their musical mayhem, featuring a brand new story in Sound Off. The Archies are looking for a place to practice after their loud music forced Mr. Andrews to kick them out of his garage. Where where will they go next to rehearse? Plus a sampling of some of the best classic and modern classic stories featuring the musical supergroup. That one could be fun. I could see maybe grabbing that one. I always like the musical Versions of the Archies. All right, we have. Oh, this looks like a re. Oh, we have Army of Darkness number one, verse reanimator. They have some introductory priced comics. I don't know if this is a misprint or what, but they're 50 cents. If you can get your hand on them by pre-ordering. They're doing a variety of them. This is done by Dynamite Entertainment. It's Army of Darkness vs. Reanimator. Ash vs. West. Winner takes all. I thought this series ran already, so I feel like it's a reprint, but with all these covers they got laid out and stuff, I'm thinking it's got to be a new run. But we'll have to wait and see. See what it has to offer. Okay. Art of Living Reflections on Mindfulness by Harry N. Abrams Books. In the Art of Living, cartoonist Grant Snyder has created an all-new collection of one- and two-page comics that map his inner thought poetic observations, and frequent failures at living mindfully. With both humor and a touch of reality, the art of living centers on mindfulness, but also empathy, relaxation, gratitude, and awareness. Evergreen subjects that are more important and relevant now than ever, with a striking package The art of living is the perfect gift for those in need of reflection, commiseration, hope, and a little extra self-care. Above all, Snyder's cartoons will inspire and encourage a more thoughtful way of experiencing the world. Could be interesting. I don't know why they have this out. It's back issue number 136 by Two Moros. This is another thing where I don't remember seeing other back issues. Oh, so I threw it in my thing just in case. But Bronze Age comic strips, Spider-Man, Friday Foster, DC's World's Greatest Superheroes Starring Superman, Howard the Duck, Richie Rich, Star Hawks, Star Trek, Mike Grell's Tarzan, and more. Plus Charlton's comic strip tie-ins and the Manami Falls Gazette, spotlighting the works of Gene Colon, Archie Goodwin, Gil Kane, Warren Kramer, Stan Lee, Jorge Longeron, John Romita, Roy Thomas, 
George Tusca, and more. Comic strip montage cover featuring montage cover featuring Spider-Man by Ramita, edited by edited by Michael Uray. I just I hear Howard Duck. I want to check it out, even though it's back issue stuff. I just want to see what's up with it. We're going to end it up there, and we'll be back with more stuff soon. All right, let's get back to it with Batman Beyond Neo Year Number 1 by DC Comics. Neo Gotham is alive and has killed Bruce Wayne. It's rejected Terry McGinnis as Batman and offered him the chance to escape. Terry turned it down. He is the city's protector, and he will uphold the legacy of Batman. Now Neo Gotham will do everything in its power to destroy Terry, including creating brand new villains to fight him. Terry's first year without Bruce Wayne begins. Does he have a fighting chance? I don't know who the hell Neo Gotham is. I don't remember ever hearing that name. Uh, I'm kind of curious what what or who that character is. And when I don't have cover images, it's hard for me to depict what they are. They have Bat Bark, a poet in the family one-shot by Aardvark Vanheim Comics. If you're into that character, that's a character that really annoys me. <laughs> But they put out a ton of comics, so someone's reading stuff. But it looks like another one of those clip the pictures and add some words to it type design layout that they've done in the past that I was really disappointed with. <laughs> uh, Beastlands, Keeper of the Kingdom, trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Keepers of the mystical creatures that bond with people who experience great hardships in their lives. Some see them as friends, family even, but others see them as nothing more than dangerous beasts that the world is better without. Mac, Ping, Ava, and their keepers are in search of Mac's father, who vanished one day and never returned. A heartfelt fantasy adventure from the writer of The Wild Cosmos. With luscious art by Powerhouse, Joe Mi Ying, Artist and Eve, and The Dark Crystal. If you're into fantasy, that would be a good one for you. There's a Belladonna Moody Bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics out there. Don't know what this is. It's a BESM RPG. Uh, and then they bring up the wrong one when I click on it. Tokyo Sidekick Supplement by Japanime. I don't think it's even going to bring it up. So I guess we might have to skip that one. I don't know. I don't know why my pages are being all crappy and freezing on me. It's not a good day for that to happen. But role-playing stats for 20 of the characters from Japanime Games' upcoming Tokyo Sidekick game in a 24-page full-color supplement 
bring Jinx Cat or Melty Sweet into your next BESM campaign. Try stat system character sheets included. So this is a role-playing game booklet that goes with a game that I think I might have a reference for a little bit later on in a future episode of talking about things coming out in the future. We'll just have to see. Next up, we have Betty and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest number 303, with brand new stories, Trail Trials and Tribulations. When the gang's favorite hiking trail gets washed out, they need to find a new one, but every other trail is riddled with problems. Will they be able to find the perfect trail and enjoy the great outdoors? Then, in a million dollars short, Veronica realizes that she misplaced her purse, which had a million dollars in it. Betty enlists the help of Cricket Odell to use her sense of smell to track down the missing purse. Betty and Veronica follow Cricket throughout Riverdale as she follows her nose towards the scent of the missing money. Will they be able to track down the missing loot? I don't know who this cricket chick is. I don't remember ever hearing of her. So it could be an introduction to a new character, but I doubt it. If you got a million dollars, you're going to have to have a pretty damn big purse to carry that million dollars. They do have a Beware the Witch's Shadow Night, Night Frights number one. With an original sketch cover by American Mythology. Sketch artist Bill Buzz Hazen has illustrated a creepy vision of the wisecracking witch here on the official blank cover edition of Beware the Witch's Shadows Night Frights. Don't miss out on a chance to add original art to your collection. It's a cool uh, skeletal skull half face and then the regular witch's face on the other half. It's a cool cover. I wouldn't mind it. I don't know if I want to forego 25 bucks for it, but it is an original art. So it's actually pretty cheap for an original piece of artwork. So we'll, we'll see. I'll think about that one for a while. We have Beyond Doomsday graphic novel by Asylum Press. Oh, wow, this one's got a ton of stuff on it. It's bringing together a collection of artistic talents. Uh, Many of these stories were featured in Heavy Metal Magazine. Other tales are brand new to this volume. Uh, They have stories written by a variety of characters. Uh, You got the Transaction by Sylvester Song takes us on a dirty deal gone bad in the darkest regions of space. Battlefield X brings us on the front lines of a biochemical war. Mutation delivers a tale of post-nuke mutations and sexual deviancy, which can only have disastrous results. Uh, Beacon from Scorpius 4 brings you to the edge of space where a lone astronaut responds to a distress signal. Could it be his doom? 
Sex Tales from Cyborg 9 takes us to a planet where a group of aliens are exchanging bizarre sex stories until a secret is revealed. Swamp Girl features a crazed girl that can't seem to get enough of her swamp beast lover. Uh, Pondering in the Apocalypse is about a lone survivor of a nuclear war who ponders humanity and the future of Earth. Uh, It's just a ton of tales. Uh, It sounds kind of interesting. It's my kind of book. I like the little variety of stories mixed together. So... Might have to pick that one up. We'll see, or wait till it gets. And it's only thirty percent off pre-order. You can usually find those fifty percent off a month or so after they come out. A lot of those books. We have Bigfoot Frankenstein trade paperback, Volume One, Colossus of Destiny, by Action Lab Entertainment. The Frankenstein family strikes again. When great, 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 many greats, grandson of the original Dr. Frankenstein, stumbles across the remains of the last tribe of Sasquatches, he uses his family's patented formula for creating life and brings forth Bigfoot Frankenstein. Compelled to seek the evil clan of rednecks who slaughtered his people, Big Frank and his creator Jude hit the road on a hilarious quest for justice, vengeance, and love. Collects issues one through five. It's one that I was considering jumping on. Now that they have it traded out, I'm thinking I definitely want to jump on it, but we'll see. This one, the cover caught my eye, but I don't know what it's really about until we check it out but it's Bikini Atoll by Clover Press LLC it's got a lady swimming in the ocean topless of course and there just happens to be a big ass shark right in front of her it's got a nuclear radiation symbol for the O, o in Atoll so Bikini Atoll and its turquoise waters attract tourists and divers from all over the world. This celestial paradise has not given, not only given its name to the world's most famous bathing suit, but it was also used as a nuclear testing ground by the United States for over 40 years. Today, the island's unreachable crevices and impenetrable forests conceal many mysteries and dangers. Take on a relaxing weekend trip to Bikini Atoll, if you dare. I, yeah, that's got me intrigued. I'm curious what's up with that, but we'll have to see. If they come up with other versions down the road, because that's a hardcover version. I don't really feel like forking out 20 bucks, but we'll see. BioRipple Graphic Novel by Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal puts out a lot of stuff. Interesting looking covers, but stories, eh. So-so sometimes. Emily is a law enforcement teacher who suffers from an anxiety disorder. Actual law enforcement isn't performed by people with 
automatons having replaced humans in Emily's world, humanity discovered that consciousness occupies multiple dimensions. Technology has allowed them to digitally house minds. This is referred to as hopping, which became illegal after it was proved that the minds that hop begin to suffer and go into heightened state of panic. Every individual is connected to geodesics, a powerful AI which converses with each person and guides their decisions. Geodesics is present everywhere, lending it near omnipresence, yet it is conscious in the same way humans are. The Manifold is an anti-geodesics organization. Their goal is to free people from AI, aiming to create an autonomy within the city which is devoid of geodesics. I mean, this is something that they talked about. Putting your your online mind into a AI body type thing, and this is something that's part of our future upcoming, and now you can read a story about it and find out if it's something you want to try, but it's pretty messed up if it really messes with you, making you feel like you're going through pains and stuff when you're just an AI unit. But it'll be an interesting time coming up in the future. But that's it for today for now, and we'll get back with more items soon. Alright, next round of goodies to buy are Bite-Sized Archie, Trade Paperback, Volume 1 by Archie Comics. We hope you're hungry for laughs. The collection of Archie Comics' first-ever webcomic series is here. Bite-Sized Archie features all your pals and gals from Riverdale and beyond, while covering everything from video games to pop, pop culture to embarrassing group chats, complete with exclusive bonus features character sketches, and behind-the-scenes conversations from the creative team. You'll be absolutely thrilled as we take a deeper look at the comic that's been delighting Archie fans on social media every weekend. And am I missing something? Did I miss out on some type of social media Archie-related comic going on that I didn't know about? Find out about that. All right, we got this is Black Caravan Premium David Burns Cancelled, number one by Scout Comics. From the writer of Stake comes the first Black Caravan premiere title, Cancelled. When washed up kids show host Larry. Show host Larry finds himself replaced by Cruncho the Clown. He tries to destroy the local television tower, but instead gets himself electrocuted and sucked into the airwaves. Cancelled crosses four eras with four different artists with unique styles, including Pablico Man, Renan Bel- Belmonte. Med Manga and Nick Justice, and incentive covers by a variety of people. Uh, 
that doesn't really tell me much of shit. I got excited when I heard it was from the writer of steak and then they confused the shit out of me after that. I don't know about that. If I'll check it out or not. Probably wait till down the road when I find it in a bargain bin and can get introduced, reintroduced to it. We have Bloodstained Teeth, number one, by Image Comics. Series premiere, Christian Ward, the Eisner Award-winning co-creator of ODC, Invisible Kingdom, and Machine Gun Wizards, returns to Image with red-hot artist Patrick Reynolds, The Mask, for an all-new ongoing series, a fast-paced 100-bullet-style crime saga with fangs. Atticus Sloan misanthrope, criminal, asshole, and vampire, lives in a world where blood isn't the only thing vamps crave. And for the right price, he'll make you a vampire too. After all, immortality is cheap. Yeah, I don't know. Even though life's huge on vampires, don't know if I'm going to waste my time with that one. It didn't didn't grab me in when they described it. So we have Blue Baron Enter Blowback by Binge Books. A superpowered vandal called Blowback is leaving critical government facilities defenseless. And the only hero who can stop him now has the mind of a thirteen year old. The unbeatable Blue Baron makes his triumphant return. In this sense-shattering, triple-sized, epic culminating with a blockbuster battle that only one will survive. Top TV writer Darren Henry and legendary artist Ron Friends and Sal Buscemi follow up last year's dynamic debut with a self-contained extravaganza. Yeah. Not really my cup of tea. All right, they have a boys number seven cover E that you can pick up as part of that 50 cent deal that's going on. It's also a boys hero gasm number one cover D from Dynamite Entertainment that you can pick up for 50 cents. We have Brave New World graphic novel. By Harper Collins. Available in graphic novel form for the first time. One of the most prophetic dystopian works of the 20th century. Uh, originally, okay, Brave New World is one of the most revered and profound works of the 20th century literature, touching on themes of control, humanity, technology, and influence. I just, uh, it sounds like it's a variety of things. And Dolphal Huxley's endearing classic is a reflection of the warning of the age. And it's just constantly telling us how this thing is a classic and uh, all this stuff. But why don't you give us a depiction of what the hell it's about? Uh, Fred Fordham's singular artistic flair and attention and detail and color 
captures this thought-provoking novel as never before. I don't. I don't remember hearing. I suppose brave a brave new world. Yeah, I guess that is something that I recall from my past, but don't care about it for my future. I guess. <laughs> I'm not the person to talk to about some of these new things, I guess. Because they just are not coming up with descriptions, depictions, and stuff that are bringing me back into wanting to reread something that's from the past that I probably never read in the past anyways. So, why start now? We have Breakout Number 1 by Dark Horse Comics. When massive cubed spaceships from another dimension materialize over our cities and routinely abduct teenagers to be held inside their mysterious floating prisons, Liam Watts' younger brother, Tommy, is taken. But while governments and adults across the world accept this loss as inevitable, Liam refuses to give up hope. Now in a take-back-our-future Anthem, Liam assembles a skilled team of ordinary high school students to risk it all. But can they pull off the impossible and succeed in an all-out-of-this-world prison break? Join the crew and unlock a sci-fi adventure like no other. I mean, if they're taking all the teenagers, how is there a group of teenagers to available to go and take back what they took I don't know either I'm just way off initially or something's going on with this round of items that are coming out in the future because I am not finding a lot of good stuff that's grabbing me let's check this one out British Paranormal Society Time Out of Mind number one by Dark Horse Comics British Paranormal Society members Simon Brutenholm and Honara Grant arrive at Noxton together, but with separate goals. Honora hopes to uncover information on the town's strange traditions, while Simon is searching for his missing assistant. But their separate investigations lead down the same twisted path that hides a dark secret behind Noxton's innocent facade. Mike Mignola and Chris Robertson expand the Hellboy universe with a spooky new tale featuring art by Andrea Muti with colors by Quentin Winter. Honara and Simon from Witchfinder in their own new series. So yeah, it's, I figured it was Mike Mignola based when I seen the cover, but yep. All right, we got Buzzard and Bone, number one of four by Source Point Press. Okay, attend the tale of the hangman's child, born in the Tug Fork Valley to the warring magical families, the Bazaars and Thistledowns. (laughs) Burke is the child destined to sway the balance of their feud one way or another. Lord knows the feud started long ago over a hog and some infidelity. But now it's become a full-on war. Will Burke 
the child of the stormed rivers, have what it takes to finally end this war? Or will he keep it going on forever and ever? Amen. I nope. Don't know. All right. This is By the Horns, Dark Earth, number one by Scout Comics. Uh, Let's see here. Scout Comics hit title, By the Horns is back. Don't remember hearing it before. Six months after their hellacious battle in the sky with the evil sorceress, Fingpo, Elodie, and Sajin are back in warfare, reluctantly settling into their new lives as farmers. But their days spent tilling the land in overalls proved short-lived when a mysterious blight devastates the continent of Solothus and forces them to take up a new quest. Don't know much about it, so I'm useless on that, and I'm going to end it there and get back with more soon.